you already Yeah Come on Kicking rocks on the block Telling all the OGs I'll be coming for your spot when you're not looking Hot cooking, mama got it on the kitchen table I thank God we were always able to Get the leather couch, big screen cable too Nintendo when the good grades came through Then the cook case came through Some soft, some stepped on But we kept on And I slept with the work plenty nights Thought I heard niggas coming Thought I saw the cop lights But I was dreaming Then I woke, the junkies were still fiending And I had coke, so I had hope You may say that it's wrong But I ain't talking to your child, I'm talking to this song Welcome, I'm welcome, welcome to the Take It Personal lane. Show crash, I am your host, my name is yeah, Sam And I just want to welcome you to the Take It Personal Show We're going to have a good time so here today anyway. You know, it's it's a Saturday it's a great day. I think preseason football's on today. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about how the Jets are the greatest team in the NFL, um, as well as have some more fun along the way with a lot of other things. And, and I have my good, good friend, the wakeboarding king, the Tommy Hawk himself of wakeboarding and going on the water with a piece of, you know, waking. Um, <laughs> I have my good friend here, Connor, who I invited out to do this fourth episode with us um and and before we start and introduce you guys to him i just want to thank everyone for subscribing and and if you haven't please press the subscribe button check us out keep listening to us this is gonna be a good time this is gonna be a nice little shit show that we're gonna have here and with that i want to introduce everyone to connor what's up guys <laughs> thank you sammy no I'm, I'm excited to be a part of this yeah, I think this is a, is a cool thing, and let everyone know who you are. I, I, I introduced you as a wakeboarder. You're going to be in the X Games, I heard, next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're going to go to Tokyo for the Olympics also. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, Olympics is on now. It would be cool if wakeboarding was in the Olympics, but uh, we have to get it in the X Games first, because they, uh, they had wakeboarding in the X Games for a little bit, but they already took it out, so it's, okay. it's, it's a pretty niche sport. You know? Is it? So, like, how'd you get into that? So it's that's kind of like a funny story because well I we like funny always, stories here to take. <laughs> well, a personal I wouldn't say show. it's that funny, but um, you know I was always a skateboarder, snowboarder growing up. Uh, my older brothers got me into skateboarding, so I did that most of my life. Really loved that uh, snowboarding. Uh, my older brother was a really good snowboarder, so you know I I got into that doing that with friends. And uh, with wakeboarding, I know some people don't even know what wakeboarding is. So, like, kind of just to explain it, it's, you know, like water skiing. People know what water skiing is, like being pulled behind the boat on a rope, like skiing. But it's just with a board, like a snowboard, basically. So, the first time I've ever wakeboarded was um, back when I was, like, living in New York. And my dad brought me to uh, Lake George. And uh, he, you know, we... I had like a cousin that was was wakeboarding and stuff like that, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I definitely want to try that." And you know, I tried. I went behind the boat, could not could not get up for the life of me. Just mm -hmm. kept getting the handle ripped out of my hands, couldn't get up. And uh, my dad's just like, "Oh yeah, maybe you just don't have the upper body strength." I'm like, "Yo, bro, there's a, there's a nine year old girl doing it over there. That's <laughs> not what's that's not what's going on." And I was getting was a so nine-year-old girl doing wakeboarding. Yeah, she was getting up just fine, just riding, and I couldn't even like stand up. Like he mm. would, he would, you know, start the boat, handle would get ripped out of my hands. I couldn't stand up, and I tried like thirty times, just couldn't get it. And I was like, you know, fuck this sport. And I was like, I, this this thing is this is stupid anyway. And then, um, yeah, you know, I moved down here to Florida. You know, I'm like skateboarding with 
you know, with some friends, making some skateboarding friends. And, uh, you know, I make friends with Phil. I think you know Phil. I know Phil. And then one day, you know, Phil... Friend of the show. Phil's like, hey, man, uh, we should we should go wakeboarding at this thing called, like, a cable park. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to fucking wakeboard. I just, like, I, I just thought of my first experience. I'm like, that's just dumb anyway. Like, it has a handle. I'm not about, like handles that's like a scooter who the fuck scooters you know i don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't want i don't want to do a, a bo- like any board sport with a handle and he's just like oh come on just try it and um i went and it was way easier to do like on a cable which is, so the difference is you know in wakeboarding sometimes it's on like a mechanical cable it's like all man-made and sometimes it's behind a boat so we went to this cable park and i fell in love like it was so fun yeah and how the, long have you been doing it now i, I think it's been a couple of years yeah i mean i had to take some time off because i broke my foot and had to get surgery on it so there was like a like a four month period i had to stop doing it and then also you know i just moved up to, to new york yeah and I, I just moved back like a, a month ago like i think i've been back a month now so but i would say in total it's been about three years yeah so exactly, so wakeboarding, if, if I'm getting this right, anyone out there doesn't know what wakeboarding is, um, it's it's something where you, it's, it's, like a, it's like skateboarding in a way, but on the water. Yeah. Am I, would, am I, I right would, on that, or am I a little bit off on all I that? Would, I would compare it more to snowboarding, because like okay. you're strapped in, yeah. where skateboarding you're not strapped in. Yeah. But uh, they have wake skating, where it's like a skateboard, you're not strapped in on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's more like snowboarding on the water. And, so you, uh, it's the, you guys are the Sunday wake crew, correct? Sunday wake crew, look us up on Instagram. Definitely follow us. Yeah, me and my buddy Josh, that's our passion. He does most of the work, but um, <laughs> yeah, we we both like have a love for videography and making videos, so we were like making a bunch of these wakeboard videos, and we we're like, we didn't have anywhere to put them, um, so we made this uh, we made this account, Sunday Wake Crew, because uh, we used to always just wakeboard on Sundays, like yeah. religiously, and it's basically, we still do it to this day. And it's like it's really grown and blow up, blown up, and it's like awesome. To, like we'll we'll go to parks like mm-hmm. all the way in North Carolina, and then people will be like, "Oh shit, it's Sunday Wake Crew!" And we're like, <laughs> you know, like you get that feeling, like, "Oh my god!" Like people so you, know where we are. You yeah. guys are really blowing up. That's really cool. I like, mean, I, and yeah. I think isn't it right that you do the marketing behind that also? Yeah, like I'll I'll help us, uh, you know, do the marketing, like you know, gain followers and stuff like that. So yeah, I'll, I'll do that, and we we have like some shirts and stuff like that. Um, we're still in the process of like getting more shirts for sale, but you know, that will definitely be coming soon. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. I definitely have been wanting a shirt for like the last three years, um, since <laughs> yeah. you guys have been doing that. And, um, I think it's really, really cool that, uh, what you guys are doing because it's, you guys are reaching out and, and really pushing for a really cool environment for people to try something different. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't really ever, I never woke up and was like, Oh, I should go wakeboarding, you no, know? No and I, I remember you were doing that. I was like, Oh, so you're like surfing and you're tied to the board and you're doing like tricks and like, it looks really fucking easy, you know? Really? Yeah. Like when I was younger, I used to like skateboard. I used to be a little rocker kid. And I remember like how cool I was like going down the hill in the skateboard. I couldn't do any oh, fucking yeah. tricks or anything, <laughs> but um, I was like, Oh, that's super easy. And then, like, it's it's really not that easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing board sports my whole life, so it came a little naturally to me because I was doing snowboarding for so so long before. But, yeah, a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people don't even know what cable wakeboarding is because that's not, that's not everywhere in the country. We're here in South Florida, so there's, like, seven different parks in Florida. But, you know, you go to most states around the country, they don't even have one cable. 
So it's it's starting to expand. It's actually really big in other countries. Like Germany is where cable wakeboarding is the biggest. So I, I think it's going to be something that grows really rapidly over the next like 10 or 20 years. But it's kind of cool to be kind of in on the ground floor of this thing. Like it's so niche that like, you know, I've rode with a bunch of pros and stuff like yeah. that. And I like, I know pros like on a first name basis. And it's That's like, so there's cool. no other sport that like you could do, like you could do like, you just know like the pros of it. So when you do become famous, just remember <laughs> that you were on the Take It Personal show and you get to, hopefully no one listens to this about uh, your personal views on music because I know it differs from mine very much. Oh man. And and I, I wanted to invite Connor over because Connor's from New York. He is from Westchester. Am I, am I correct you're, on that? You're wrong, you're wrong on that. But <laughs> I know you're a, not from New York City. Uh, yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's right across the bridge from Westchester. It's called Rockland County. Um, you know, I, I know Sammy loves to say I'm from upstate New York, and I'm, I'm sure kinda... basically everyone from New York City loves to say that, but I'm not from upstate New York. It's really west of New York City. So it's now. west of New York City, Yeah, but it's not New York City, and it's not Long Island. So technically, <laughs> anything north of the Bronx is I, I i think it's a it's a median line in in new york to say you're from upstate I, if you're I, in new york if you live in new york that's what people say it's a, it's like the thing that that i i realize that's what people from new york city say but it's very ridiculous to think that that would mean about 90 Eight percent of New York is upstate New York, so that's that's pretty crazy. (laughs) Well, I I also think people from Westchester or Rockland County is more New York than Long Island because because I'm a firm believer that Long Island is like the Boca Raton in New York, (laughs) Um, and it's it's a cool thing. Is I want to bring you on here. I want to talk a little bit about music because the last couple podcasts that I've had, I haven't really been talking about music. I've been arguing with Tammy, uh, my friend Tammy, who just likes to argue with me about the sky being blue and me saying that I'm wrong for it. So I wanted to actually talk some music, you know, and I think this would be a good opportunity to have someone who, if you want to explain for yourself, anyone that's listening, Connor, about your, how long you've been listening to music, what kind of music do you like? Tell me a little bit about yourself in that, in that aspect. Yeah. So I've been listening to music all my life. I mean, it's really varied, like it's changed over, over the time, but like just being from New York and growing up in New York, that's definitely influenced the type of music I listen to. Um, I'm the youngest of, you know, three siblings. So I'm the, I'm the baby and, you know, looking up to my older brothers, uh, they definitely influenced like what I listened to a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had like kind of like a punk rock phase where I listened to like a lot of like uh ska and, um, different punk stuff, but a lot of it was rap music. And, um, you know, I, I grew up on like Lil Wayne, um, but really when it comes to like New York influence music, it was a lot of like New York rappers and, um, that was influenced by my cousin who actually is, lives in Mount Vernon, which is Westchester, but that's, that's a little closer to New York City. Yeah, it is. So yeah, he influenced me with a lot of the rap music I listened to and it was like, a lot of Mob Deep, um, a lot of Nas. Like no, I know, you know you're gonna because Nas, Nas is the goat. He's definitely my favorite rapper. Um, there's no dispute <laughs> that he is the greatest rapper of all time. And um, yeah, so this is gonna be fun. Yeah, this I, I think be. this because I think me and Connor always argue about who is. Like today, because like if if you really want to take a step back and look at it, I keep on always saying that. Um, Nas just put out an album. Yes. Um, and amazing. I'm, 
It was a good, listen, I'm, I'm going to say something that probably a lot of people aren't going to believe me saying this. It was a good album. It was a good album, but it took him nine years to put out a good album. I don't think, I don't really think, this is my personal opinion, um, I don't think King Disease 1 was good. I didn't think Lost Tapes 2 was good. And a lot of people, and, and I know I, I fall victim to this because anytime Jay-Z comes on or anyone, <clears throat> like Maino drops something that I like or whatever the case may be, oh, because so-and-so's on the track and he's rapping, it's a good song. Do you believe a lot of people believe that and follow that? I do think a lot of people fall victim to that, but you're you're I agree with you there. That's not the case. You so, know, features don't make the song. Features don't make the song. And and the person who's on the song just because it's their presence is on the f- song doesn't make the song a great better song. That that's absolutely correct. I mean, it could make a song a lot better if you put a great rapper on there, but they definitely got to Do you still think Nas is as good as he was over 10 years ago? Yes. Yes, I do. How? Because I don't believe that. Because his album, listen, I'm going to, we'll go into how Eminem's trash also after that. But, um, which you might agree with me on. And Nas's album, this album was actually really good. I was very surprised. I listened to it about three times so far. And aside from the Eminem track, every other track on there, and I didn't like the A Boogie track that much either. Um, But every other track on there, I, I really enjoyed. And I, I stopped and I looked for a second. And before Lost Tapes 2, he didn't put out an album for since 2012, which was, if I'm correct, I can check it right here because I have the internet and I have Apple yeah, Music. Yeah, no, I'm actually kind of surprised. But yeah, I, I could believe that. So from this is from just quick. He put out, Kings, he put out his, new, his new album, King's Disease 2. It was, he, then he put out King's Disease in 2020, and then he did the Lost Tapes in 2019, and then Naz, Na, uh, Nazir in 2018, and then Life is Good in 2012. So in about six years from Nazir, Nazir I didn't think it was a great album. I didn't think it was that good, especially because I think um, Beyonce and Jay-Z put out their album The Day Of, I think, for Nazir. I think it was that one, that Jay-Z did a little punch to Nas. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I love so much. Um, but like... It took him nine years to put out a good album. And I don't know about you, but what I take as a good album is that nine out of ten, nine out of ten, every track on that album should be amazing, right? And someone who's been in the game for 25 years plus um, 30 years, I think now almost, say 25, they'll say 25, be safe. Um, So no one attacks me for saying I don't know how long Nas has been rapping for. it took him nine years, someone who's been in the game for 25 years and supposed to be a GOAT and supposed to be one of the greatest ever to put out a good album, to put out a good project. And I'm not saying like it's a bad project. It's a pretty good project. I, I, I can say from start to finish, I enjoyed it. But I don't put him on the top because it took him nine years to do that while Jay-Z, who I think is the greatest rapper of all time, has put albums back to back that have all been really good. Okay, that that's a solid argument. See, with with I'm I'm definitely like a, I'm a fan of lyricist. That's definitely why I like Nas the most. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of the the you know the known greatest lyricists, and I think there's a big difference between saying words that sound impactful than uh, lyrics that are actually impactful. And I think Nas's lyrics are actually very impactful. 
And that can definitely be seen like in King's Disease too. I can I, I see that in a lot of his albums over time. I'll admit, you know, nothing is gonna touch Illmatic. Illmatic was the greatest album of all time, in my opinion. Of course it could be. So. But I, so, so it's it's hard to replicate that kind of greatness over and over. You know, I still think Nazir was a great album. Um I think I had the debate with um a really close friend of mine on, on the first podcast um, about how I'd rather listen to Get Richard Die Trying than Illmatic. Wow. That's that, that but, you should just lose all credibility. <laughs> but after but also, that. he brought up a good point where Get Richard Die Trying came out in the 2000s and hip hop wasn't as. When Get Richard Die Trying dropped, it was just the, one of the most amazing albums ever. Illmatic is an amazing album. I don't think Nas has put out that good of a project since then i'll agree with that illmatic was the best album we ever put out 100 percent. but you guys gotta also think of it like this so if you want to compare him to jay-z because a lot of people want to compare him to jay-z in the sense of like he is one of the forefathers one of the you know um pioneers rush rushmore whatever fuck it is the fucking stones in the yeah, wall mount, mount rushmore mount yeah. rushmore of hip-hop right yeah but can you really, really say at the end of the day that consistently, I, I, I believe consi- consistency is really important and lyrics are great, but Nas is really bad at picking beats. And this is like a known thing also. But I don't really think in the last, since Illmatic, which was in 1996, if I'm correct. 92, I believe. 92? No. no. You're a Nas fan. Damn. No, I won't. You're a Nas 94, fan. 94, I knew that. Come on, you're, you're a Nas right. stand. You should know this. And so, 94, it came out. And it was an amazing album. That was the time with, like, um, Ghetto Boys were out. You know, we had Jay-Z was coming up. And it was just a, an amazing. I think that was one of the golden years of hip-hop. Yeah, 110%, absolutely. I will say that, you know. But it's, it's really important if someone is going to be the best to consistently do it. And and I understand that King's Disease 2 is really good, but I don't believe that he is w- a better lyricist than I can name 10 other rappers that are better lyricists than Nas today. Really? It's, so that's where it like comes down all to opinion, I think. And, you know, Fuck I can opinions. argue that I can argue that all day, but you, Nas is the undisputed like influencer for all of those lyricists. He's the one that took he has a very jazz fusion style and i know you were just saying he doesn't pick good beats i think he picks very good beats because they're 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 based off jazz and blues yeah but the thing is i love jazz and blues i love listening to jazz and blues but you have to also look like biggie used to pick out tracks that were old soul music or r&b songs and and they went well and he was able to put a nice flow to it Jay-Z over the years has changed his flow. Every couple of years when some cool kid comes out with any kind of new rap song, Jay-Z changes his tune to make him sound close to the generation or the crowd of people listening to that music. Nas has not done that ever. He stays true to himself and true to his fans. It's but it's fans. not original. It, it is original. It's, it's him. He, original. Doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't need to change for anyone. But with music comes change. You're only as good as your last album. That's a big thing also. It's like, you know, Beanie Siegels was great also, but he hasn't put out a good project in a long time. I love Beanie, you know, but like at the same time, 
bringing it back to like Nas being from Queens and and being one of the had one of the greatest albums of all time in hip hop. Uh, and I will say that Illmatic's in my top ten ever. You know, um, that's not me downplaying because there's a lot of albums. It's really hard to put a top ten. I think. Um, yeah. To say that, um, I do put Get Richard Die Trying ahead of it only because. My personal thing of that's where I grew up and that's the time I grew up in. I, I was born in ninety two. I wasn't born in yeah. ninety four. But I have an older brother and I listened to I I, I think A Z is a better rapper than Nas. Wow. And I think A Z is a better rapper than Nas because he he just has a better way with the words and he has a better wordplay and he has better punchlines. And just his flow to me, I prefer listening to A Z than I do of Nas. I'm a big firm fan. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I believe that that plays a big part of kind of where you were at in life and how much of the how much of an impact it made on your life and kind of who introduced you to what music and it's you know I I really respected the people who introduced me to Nas and um, I think his his lyrics are the most imp- impactful out of any other rappers that I've heard um, especially the way that he'll address political issues. And I have a feeling that you probably don't have the same views as Nas. Well, we don't talk politics on the Take It Personal yeah. show. That's but <laughs> it's not just the political views, because like thing is like, yo, whatever, like I get it, you know. Um, but it's more of, like Eminem takes political views, and I think he's a fucking idiot, yeah. you know. Um, and I, I, I have a feeling that plays into your opinion on his oh, music. Because I don't like Eminem. Well, I, I didn't even say him. But I, I can. <laughs> it's it's not no, it's not his politics or anything like that. It's more of I don't like aside from Illmatic, um, Stillmatic, any firm song, um, any old freestyles that he has. Like I'll throw those shits on and I'll be really happy and I'll enjoy it in the car. You yeah. know, it's just since hip hop is dead, I haven't heard a good Nas track, and I haven't like. And I am biased. I will say that. I don't give a fuck because everyone has their own opinions on hip hop. But like, I don't like aside from hip hop is dead, which wasn't amazing. It was a good album. I don't think since then, if you want to take away King's disease too, he hasn't put out any music that I've, he's not been in my car in six years. I've not played anything outside of Illmatic in the last six years from Mm. us. I, I don't see. So, just looking over some of those albums because, you know, I've, I still do listen to Nas all the time, but. Stillmatic was good. Nostradamus was dope. God, you know, Godson, Godson was good. I'm saying Godson was great. Yeah. It was a great album. Street Discipline was great. So Hip Hop is Dead was in 2006. Yep. Nas wasn't great. The album Nas was not that good. There wasn't really anything that stuck out. Black President was a good song. That's about it. Distant Relatives with with um, Damian Marley. I love reggae. I love Damian Marley. He made the songs more than Nas. Um, he stood out in that album. Um, and then since then, that's in 2000. That's te- that's eleven years without an amazing album. Life was good. Life is good was was a really good album, and I liked Nas here, especially Adam and Eve. That song. Oh my god. Yeah, but it what didn't have, the beats weren't that good, and it wasn't. It, that's from nine years that, ago. But so that's nine okay. years ago. So do, we'll go with that. I'll, I'll 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 agree. I'll agree to disagree. I'll agree with you. Do you know who produced the beats for um, Nazir? Who who Nazir? Who produced the beats? Kanye West. Okay, not Kanye West produced the beats. Yeah, but it, just because they produced the beats does not mean that Nas didn't pick the shittiest beats from Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being I'm being straight up. Like it's not even that Nazir didn't have good beats. It's just like I threw it on. I was like, this isn't for me. 
And this isn't for me, not because politically or anything, just like, I'm not going to get in the car and ride this. I love future. I love money bag. Yo, I like getting in the car and being fucking ratchet and, and like yeah. having fun and, and like getting in a mood. You know what I mean? Even if it's like a depressing mood, I like depressing music also. Yeah. You know, but like, it's more than, I think I was having this conversation before that it's more than just lyrics when it comes to music. I'll agree with that. I, I like all different types of music. I'm not only rap so i you probably know more about rap music than me um but yeah it definitely depends on the moods and it in and beats like flow all of that matter a lot but just when it comes to a lyricist in general um nas is the most impactful and the best I ever do it nas is not as not more impactful than jay-z that's tell me how yeah. Tell me how Nas has been more impactful than Jay Z when Jay Z, like, it's 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 Hove, man. It's like it's like he owned the Nets. He 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 brung a basketball team to New York. And you know I'm a heavy basketball fan. I I yeah. hate the fucking Nets because I'm a Knicks fan. Knicks all day. Fuck the Nets. But he's put he's changed the way music is not just listened to today, but like how important he is that I would take I would take away all of Nas's music to only have Jay-Z's music. If I had to choose one that would impact hip-hop as much as anyone else, no one's impacted, did as much as they could for hip-hop itself and put out such great music and that when you hear Jay-Z come on to a song, it's like, all right, yo, watch out. You got to pay attention to what he's saying. You can make all the same arguments for Nas and you... I feel like you can't dispute that Nas has um, is an inspiration for way more rappers. You know, he came he came up before Jay Z. He's one was one of Jay Z's inspirations until you know in, in, until he, 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 Jay Z was his inspiration back in the day dancing with the with the Hawaiian shirts in the music video back in 1987 with uh, I think who, who was he at, another good argument why Nas is better than Jay Z because Nas's diss track killed jay-z's okay you can you so, cannot so, 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 argue so, so. that Wait, ooh, this is really good but no one I agrees with that. you ether i can argue everything that so i'm gonna i'm gonna take, say this to say that ether did sound better than world takeover it was probably the only beat Nas has ever picked out that was a really good beat and i will say that that anytime that's that instrumental comes on it's amazing but I'm big into hip hop. I'm big into lyrics. I'm big into not just the lyrics, but what they're saying has to be true. And when World Takeover came out after and Jay-Z dissed Nas, everything that Jay-Z said was true. Nothing that Nas said was really, really true. And it it sounded really fucking good. But I really believe that World Takeover was a better, better diss track than Ether. Ether was one of the I'm I'm gonna say it's one of the best hip hop disses ever, hundred percent. But in that battle, you have to also understand that like I really believe World Takeover was better, and you you can't you can't do facts there against was just so what much less good. substance to World Takeover. I haven't listened to that song so long because it wasn't even that good. But was, <laughs> what do you mean it wasn't good? It wasn't. It wasn't I fucked your baby even, mom and I left the condom on the fucking passenger seat. Come on. And, <laughs> Like, Jay-Z just, it's, I understand that Ether had a really good sound to it, but to really say that world, like, I think 
the big the big thing that people really do between the two that really the people when people say which song they like better people that lean toward jay-z are more into real heavy lyrics compared to it sounding really good in that end because ether sounded really fucking good it was a great song i just personally think that takeover had more substance it had actual real things that happened and he talked down to nas like he was a little kid I wouldn't say it was more. I would say Nas had just as much stuff that was true and then even added that with like just unforgettable like wordplay, you know. Super Ugly was better. Super Ugly was amazing. Super Ugly came after Ether. And then Nas put out H to the homo, which was garbage. (laughs) It was a garbage diss track. But also you really can't if if you put out ether, you really can't come back with anything better than that. It's really hard to like keep that bar, which is which comes back to you know like he put out a really good album and he put out a really good diss track and he hasn't been able to put anything out since then. Well, no, it's, I think it's funny how you basically completely contradicted yourself where Nas doesn't pick good beats and all that, but then it, when it comes to ether, you know you're you're almost flip flopping it. No, but I, I I like I said I do believe that ether was a good diss track. I just believe. If you look at the lyrics and you bring the lyrics down because you're a lyric person, right? And I'm more of a just both. I'm more into just the song, the groove, the feeling behind it, um, and the flow. And I do believe Jay Z's. When it comes to diss tracks, I look at lyrics before I look at anything else, right? When it comes to diss tracks, when it comes to music, I look at it completely different. When I look at lyrics. What Jay-Z was saying in TakeOver and Super Ugly, it was actual real events. We found that later on in hip-hop. Well, I, I can't argue that because I, I don't know enough to argue that. Okay. So we'll just say that I'm right because... But can you can you admit one thing before we move on to why Eminem ain't shit? So before we move on to Eminem's horrible verse on your favorite album of all time by Nas, it was corny as fuck. And... Before we say that, do you believe that Nas, before King Disease 2, has he really put out anything good in the last eight, nine years to listen to from start to finish without a skip? And I had this argument with my friend Koi, not Koi, um, Kai, who I did my first um, episode with, that I listen to Illmatic after the third or fourth thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, skip it after the third or fourth, fourth song. That I'm not like that groove for now, how, how life is today. Um, it's really hard for me to keep up with it. We live in a different time. Nine years, and and I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I he gave you the benefit of the doubt. He already put out so much music, and I'm, and I see. I wish I could argue this more. If I, but he was he, he was doing a lot of other things besides just rapping. He was doing a lot of stuff for his community. Um, I'm just, Didn't he like beat his wife? Allegedly. Allegedly, just like Chris Brown. Yeah. I love Chris Brown. Shout out to Chris Brown. But no, but like what I what I'm but do you agree with me that after the third or fourth song you can't keep that same mentality today, listening to that same kind of music from start to finish? Like after the third or fourth song, you're like, all right, this was cool. I need to do something else. I'm more of a person that I'll I'll I will pick out just like a, a few songs out of an album sometimes. Um so Eminem. Um what'd you think about his verse? on EMPD2 with Nazir from The King Disease 2. thought um, just really just in general with him over time, 
it's become a lot less impactful lyrics um, and just punchline after punchline after punchline. And sometimes that can be cool. Like, there's a place for that. But don't you like lyrics? I do like lyrics. And if you look at his lyrics, they really don't mean anything. They're all just filler. And a lot of, like, especially on, on EPMD, too, like, they were so corny. Like, making Santa Claus, like, jokes or whatever. Like, I was like, what is this about? So it's important. So you believe it's important that a song should have some substance behind it. It's important to have some substance, have something behind it to really show um, a reason for the song, something behind a story or something along exactly, those lines. Yeah, and I feel like he's just he just tries to fill time now. You know, he just sees how fast he can rap and how many punchlines he can get off in his verse, and it's. I think he can rhyme sounds. I think he can rhyme words that don't rhyme. You know, he's really he's, good at he's that. He's one of the best at that. 100%. I agree with you on that. But today, he hasn't put out anything with substance in over oh, 10 no, years. It's, it's been it's been rough for him. And I I was definitely not a stan growing up, but I didn't, I didn't hate Eminem growing up. And, like, I mean, as much as a lot of, like, true hip-hop fans don't want to admit it, like, there's a lot of us that will you know vibe to it like marshall mathers one like all those earlier albums but um yeah it i agree with you like ever since i'm trying to think of his last like you know what was it like relapse relapse was in 2008 i think 2009 when i was in high relapse school was, i thought relapse had some good songs but i probably wouldn't listen to the- no relapse came after the crazy one right the crazy mad fucking weird soundtrack with him being mad high uh I think so. Yeah, so Relapse was, I think, in 2000. I'll just check right now to make sure. Um, I think it was in 2008. I think it was in 2008. Relapse was 2009. I was wrong. 2009. So it's been 11 years um, since he's put out something decent. And I really think he should just... Not try to, you know, make any more diss tracks. Um, I think he should really, really. It's just, it's, it's not that good anymore. I like this is like my big argument with why Nas. This is my big, big shit with Nas and why I'm so opinionated on is that like I, why I also believe why Jay Z is the best. Doesn't mean Jay Z is my favorite. I just won't always put that out there for people. Jay Z is not my favorite rapper ever. But I do believe his impact. Like I'm, I'm a Knicks fan. You're a Knicks, Knicks fan. fan, unfortunately. We're, we're, hey, we made yeah, the playoffs. No, it, I'm, I'm happy about actually that. Looking pretty bright. I'm, I'm really happy that no one on our team is over thirty, um, except for Derrick Rose, which I'm okay with that. Um, and and actually Walker just came on. I think he's like thirty two, which is not bad. It's not bad. Um, but like as a Knicks fan, I hate, I hate, 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 hate Michael Jordan. As a Knicks fan. <laughs> Because as a Knicks fan, if it wasn't for Michael Jordan, we would have won a couple titles. But I respect him in him being the greatest basketball player of all time. So like Jay-Z, is, I don't like every single thing he puts out. I just think there hasn't been anyone as consistent as him in the last 30 years. Consistently, album for album, has, not, has been just flawless. I, I couldn't agree with that. Um, I can't give a great argument why, just because I won't even bother to listen to a lot of Jay-Z stuff and really bring it Why? You're missing out on life. You're missing out on the beauty of hip-hop. 
You're missing out on the beauty of hip hop. If you really, if you want to sit in, that's why you're so depressed. depressed. And I like, I just don't like his his voice that much. His flow, it sounds like someone just trying to like impersonate Biggie in a way. Like it's no, no, he doesn't do that anymore. anymore, He did that a while ago, but he he did it better than anyone. He has, but like he imperson he didn't impersonate Biggie, but like a lot of people have impersonated Biggie. But it's not just his style, his wordplay and how he really like impacts music is a lot better than Nas in a lot of different ways. But back to Eminem being trash. Um, who are your most influential hip-hop artists today that you really listen to that are big? Or any R&B artists, because I listen to a lot of R&B also. Um, I don't listen to R&B. Are you, like current rappers? I mean, I'm still like, I'm still a huge Lil Wayne fan. Like Lil Wayne was probably like he's right up there with Nas. Like it's it's hard for me to like they're both like one A one B for me, and they're very different rappers. But yeah, so Lil Wayne, um, I do like Kendrick. Ugh, you're not a Kendrick fan. (laughs) I'm not a Kendrick fan. I don't think. Listen, I used to be a uh, Kendrick fan back when he did Section Eight. Back when Schoolboy Q just came out and when um, J-Rock just came out, when they just came up fresh, I thought they were dope. And I still love Schoolboy Q. I still love J-Rock. But like Kendrick, it's not, it's just not for me. The sound isn't for me. I don't get in the car and, and get ready to hear some like inspiration. Like it just, it, it doesn't work for me in the car. It doesn't work for me throughout the day. I just can't throw on any newer Kendrick Lamar. I'm not a crazy big Kendrick Lamar fan. I, I I think he's dope. I think he's a better lyricist than Nas, um, which I, you might agree with me on. Um, I think he's a better lyricist than Nas. I think he's a great lyricist. I think he has great wordplay. Um, but like, I just don't like Kendrick's music. I don't think he's that great as everyone else puts him. He used to be really good. I used to fuck him when he first came out, was up and coming. You know, back I think in the early 2000s. 2008 2009 um but recently i just haven't yeah it's not for me i don't know what it is well he's someone that that admits to his biggest inspiration was Nas, and i was i thought you were gonna go somewhere where you were just going before where he's someone that hasn't put out like consistent good music it's usually he hasn't even put out a lot of music i feel like with kendrick it's no he used to he did a lot of shit he did overly dedicated he did a lot of mixtapes and stuff with schoolboy and j-rock and the whole tde and all that whole big movement um and absol i i I love absol i love absol and i i he's i think one of the best lyricists i think he's up there with like lupe in the sense of lyrics and fucking just wordplay and just like out of this world um yeah, and I love Good Good Kid, Mad City. I love To Pimper Butterfly. Um, Damn, I wasn't crazy about. I know like his he had some freestyles on there were really dope. He had some sick verses. I just couldn't. It just I I, I couldn't listen to the whole thing. I, I went through and I tried and like, I would skip through because I was like I'm bored. And this isn't like. I think Good Mad Good Kid, Mad City is his best album. I think Good Kid, Mad City is his best album, and I think that like when it came out. In if I'm correct, um, it came out. Good Kid, Mad City came out in 20, 2013, and that was a great album. That's so long ago. Fuck, we're getting old. We're getting old. Um, and yeah, we're getting fucking old. Fuck. How old are you? Twenty seven. Twenty seven years right. young. 
Oh, you were born in 1994. Well, Nomadic came out. You threw me. You threw me off with the 96 thing. And I was like, no, it wasn't 96. I no, I'm I'm still embarrassed about that. Oh, you, what month were you born in? Were you born in the same month Nomadic came no, out? No, I just, I'll, I'll admit I don't even know what month it came out. But so maybe. Yeah. Um, so we got that out of the way. Um, and so with that being said. Uh, this is the fourth episode of the Take It Personal show. Um, any other hip-hop takes that you have or anything else you want to argue with me about? It's going to be a really short episode because I don't want to bring out any womanizing issues with with uh, Connor about me being a womanizer. Because I'm really you not. You being a womanizer? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No, we're going we're gonna to take that. <laughs> we're definitely going to take that part out. Uh, no. But no, I, I, I really think what we talked about is pretty cool talking about the Nas album uh music in a sense of where it's at today um what's your take on hip-hop and r&b music today and a little bit more about any of that yeah no i mean i i don't have more on any really hip-hop i kind of talked about a lot of my favorite rappers you know Lil Wayne Nas and you know i i could just keep like going with like people i didn't mention you know with like mob deep um mf doom like wu-tang big l oh my god big l is probably up there with me let me what's your take on big l see no see this is why i don't even want to have this conversation anymore (laughs) it's it's just it makes me so disappointed it's not disappointed and and i'm from staten island which means i have a way better reason to argue music than you are from being from upstate new york you shouldn't be arguing anything i can't i don't know any rapper that came out of rockland county um (laughs) um but wu-tang forever um big l is a great influencer he's one of the original punchline rappers oh he was 100 percent um i just it's like the whole argument i had with somebody before of like you can't really compete with you can't say he's the greatest rapper ever he's that great when he hasn't put out that many projects that who knows where he would be today bro i understand that but it's the same thing of like people won't put biggie in their top greatest ever because he didn't put out that many projects do you know what i'm saying so like we don't really know where tupac or biggie would have been you can only judge them on the size of the work i feel you know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying to say. It's like you can only judge them but on you're, the, the one seems, album that it, we have big out. It seems like you're discrediting them for that. I'm not discrediting it. It's just that like I don't th- like people put Big Al up there and like Big, I love Big L. I, I think um, Evanonics was a great fucking track. I think everything that he's put out was amazing when it came out. He had a lot of potential. He was going places. 110%. He's a great rapper. I don't put him in my top 25, top 30. Just because he's from Harlem, and he's from he's from Harlem, I think, right? I believe so. I'm gonna get fucking scrutinized. I'm I'm not gonna make you list off your top twenty five or thirty. It sounds like you've put a lot of thought into this. I don't know if you have like <laughs> if you have like a Twitter or anything else that's attached to this podcast, but I'd love for you to think it out, put a list, and just see the comments that like come out. Because I'm I'm gonna I, get a, I'm gonna get abused. Yeah, I'm gonna you're get gonna abused get for it. Absolutely but torn like, apart. It's so hard for me to put them in order, aside from Jay-Z being number one and Nas not being in there. Um, I'm kidding. Because um, I will put Nas in my top 25. At least um, put out a top 10. I would, I'd, I'd like to see. I, I'm, I can't put a top 10. It's so hard for me to do a top 10. I think I'm going to put out like a top 25 and talk about it on here with someone who, who's, no, who's not just a Nas stan. Um, 
But uh, Big L, like the thing is, like it's like the whole argument with Biggie and Tupac. Like, you can't you can't say they're the greatest in something if they didn't put out that much material. We only have so much to work with, and and I say that looking realistically. And like I think it's it's I think there's a lot better rappers out there than Big L. And like you have to also understand something else that's big and important. You know how many fucking rappers are out today? I think I was having this conversation with someone how like I I don't like there's so many fucking rappers yeah. rapping. But do you put other rappers ahead of Big L or Biggie just because they have a larger sample size of work? Yes. See, I don't I don't think that's fair. How is that that's not be- fair? Because they died. They don't have any control over that. You just I judge them that. based and- off what work is there not be like oh well they can't they they're not higher than this because they didn't put out more they literally did not have the opportunity to put out more oh i completely understand they did not have the opportunity to put out more but if we look at numbers for what they are and the material that we do have and what we have present we can only work with that i can make a top 10 people that have died easily you know tupac would be first and it would be biggie um, in the sense, if you want to talk rap or lyrics, and I think I had this conversation with someone I, else. I would, that, agree. I would agree that, with that, but I, I don't go around flaunting that. Thing, <laughs> the, you know. Well, no, it's not really. I, I think Biggie's a better rapper. I think, I think Biggie's a better rapper, and I think Tupac's a better artist. I think, I think Biggie can rap better than Tupac, but Tupac was a better storyteller and a better artist. And the music he put together was more artful because he was an actor. I, I enjoy listening to Tupac's if, 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 music over Biggie's, but Biggie definitely... I, I listen to Biggie's music over Tupac's, but if I look at... Yeah, because I'm from New York, and I grew up with that mindset, and, and, and like I know every single Biggie song word for word from start to finish, no matter what. So it's like, the thing is, like you have to also look at Tupac being... An artist. If you want to talk about being an artist, Tupac's first. If you think a rapper, I think Biggie's first. Um, and I think Big Pun was a better rapper. Oh, than Big, Big Pun! How did I forget it? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm a Big Pun fan. Do you agree with me on that? Big Pun's a better rapper than Big L. Oh God, that's a hard one. It's a really hard one. I think DMX was a better influencer than Big L. And well, Big, Big DMX just passed away. Rest in peace. More Big, impactful, DMX. yes. Better rapper, no. Do you think Big Pun's a better rapper? To just give an answer without thinking too deeply about it. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. God, I think I would agree on something. Um, but like really coming down to it also. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's more to talk about right now for the hip hop sense. Because, you know. You're not going to agree with anything I say except that, for that. That is true. Um, I wish I had more ammunition, more knowledge. But um, I'm pretty diverse in my interests, so I don't usually dive too deep into one unless it's like wakeboarding or something. I'd love to talk more about sports, but I feel like I know more about sports than you. And I'm sure your listeners aren't big like sports people. Yeah, but I'm a I'm a Knicks fan. Um, I'm a I'm a Jets fan. I'm not much of a, a, a baseball fan, really. I never really got into baseball like that growing up. I'm Albanian, so we watched soccer and basketball, and I watched football because I grew up in Staten Island. Everyone was a Jet, everyone was either a Giants fan or a Jets fan. I chose to be a Jets fan because all my friends growing up were Jets fans, so I became a Jets fan. Wasn't crazy about the Giants. They were weirdos, and that was more of like a, I always I was a Knicks fan, so I was used to fucking always losing, so I picked the Jets. So, <laughs> and 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 I think. When I became, so I was born in 92, so when I was a little bit older and I actually started actually knowing what the fuck was going on in football and actually The Jets were better than the Giants at that point. 
at that time, yes, yes. At that time, they were, and we had Mark Sanchez who beat, you know, the Patriots. I just broke this up with someone earlier. Mark Sanchez beat the Patriots and the Colts in the playoffs, and we'll always use that just like, you know, everyone uses the Patriots for having Tom Brady for a thousand years. So we have that. We had Mark Sanchez. I, I, I agree with that. And, <laughs> well, what's even a bigger, because that was only just the AFC championship, but, you know, I hear a lot of Jets fans, you know, trashing the Giants so much, and like... Don't get me wrong. I hate Giants fans. Like, you know, being in New yes. York, you have to deal with them, and they can be pretty obnoxious. But I'll always respect Eli Manning for beating Tom Brady. Anyone who beats Tom Brady in the Super Bowl twice, you know. Oh, 100%. Like the whole Michael Jordan thing. Like, I respect it. And, like, I also respect that, like, listen, I'm from New York, so if the Giants go to the Super Bowl, I'm going to support the Giants. You know, that's just, like, how it is. Like, if I'm I'm more of a Mets fan because I never got into the Yankees. Hell so, yeah. like, I was more yeah, of a I'm Mets a fan Mets than a Yankees fan. Um, but like if the Yankees are in the fucking World Series, I'm gonna root for the Yankees. Mm, you know, that's, that's hard just for like, me. I can't do that. You're more of a uh, yeah. baseball fan than I am, but that, and that's okay. Like as a Knicks fan, I'll, I fucking hate the Nets. I hate everything about Brooklyn Nets. I don't like anyone that's on them. Fuck them all. Let's go. You know, quickly looks really good. We 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 got um, Barris looking really good. I think we actually might be able to win the first round. Oh this yeah, year. no, especially with if, if they play like they did last year, because last year it's hard not to feel like it was a little bit fluky with just Randall just playing out of his mind, and he never played <laughs> like that before. So it's he got and then he, he choked, yeah, and he then the playoffs came and he it, and then he started playing like Julius Randall. Everyone freaked out, and I'm like, hey guys, you gotta remember this is uh, Julius Randall here, you know. But I still have faith that he's. He found a home. Like he feels like he he's found home, a home, and he's playing for that. And he got the mo- he got the money he deserved. But yeah, we have a great young core, and we just added added Kemba. I don't think Kemba's washed. Some people say that he's definitely not washed. He's, he's, he's not washed. He's young, and he's from the Bronx. From, the, from Bronx. the Bronx. So no, I'm I'm really Bronx excited tail. for the season. And then like I even paid a, l- a little bit of attention to the summer league that's going on right, right now. Toppin's balling right now. He's balling quickly. Toppin had thirty-one points. Uh, I think it was like two days ago. At the on summer yeah, league, league, yeah. Fucking, hey man, I think quickly fucking uh, just yeah. been amazing. And quickly did. And I think I think Tebow, uh, Tebow, um, Thibodeau wants him to shoot more and actually get more active in that. And I'm looking forward to seeing how the Knicks play out. And like, listen, I I, I know we're not going to win the fucking championship next year, but you know what? Like, we have an f- actual team that like not everyone's going to retire in two years. Well, the thing with <laughs> basketball now, it's just. You have to have a super team. Like, we already know what the finals are next year. It's Lakers-Nets. As long as they stay healthy, it's, it's, it's Lakers-Nets. It's me and Knicks and Lakers. <laughs> it's going to be... We are going to win... If, if we play the Nets in the playoffs, I will bet anyone $100 of the Knicks beat the Nets. With KD, Harden, and Irving healthy... You would bet you. Yeah. you're just out of your mind. Then yeah, I'm a Knicks. I'm a Knicks that fan. Doesn't be, but that's just not. <laughs> okay, logical. I wouldn't really bet a hundred dollars, but I'm still going to root for the Knicks and say that the Nets are trash and want the Knicks to. I win, would no always want the Knicks to win, but I'm, I at least watch basketball so I can see like the greatness that is Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. You can't say that on this podcast. You cannot say that on Wait, this he's show. A fucking, he's a snake. He's, he's garbage. A snake, and he, he sucks. And he's, yeah, he's a, he's a ring chaser, just like you know. No, I like LeBron. Don't talk oh, about no, LeBron. Oh no, I was like gonna that. say. See, I thought <laughs> I love LeBron. I love LeBron too. Put in talent level, I put LeBron ahead of Jordan, and a lot of people get Ooh. get upset with that. But as but, a pure but greatness, to, LeBron was better. In pure greatness, in the different positions that LeBron can play, 
and bi- how big fucking LeBron James is compared to Michael Jordan in the sense of strength. But it's also two different. It's two different leagues. It's two different. It's, it's two, yeah, two time periods. It's, it's really yeah. hard. Like the thing is, no one's made an impact in the NBA like Michael Jordan has, and no, yeah. and like the way that LeBron plays is a result of Michael Jordan. So it, like it comes back to the whole, you know, how you said how the Nas thing with fucking who else you said that likes Nas and learn how to rap with Nas. Yeah. So like in that sense of like you have to give homage to. Where of course, from. yeah, I re- I respect him, but like LeBron James was is is, is the greatest today. I think when he, yeah, when you that. take out rings and championships, because that seems like what everyone focuses on is just oh, how many championships you have. Oh, Jordan never lo- lost in the finals, all of that. But it's like if you look at it purely like statistical and just. Is LeBron James all day? There's, there's, and he's playing against way better athletes, like way better athletes. I know yeah, that's not Jordan's fault. Amazing. Like that's he played who, who he played against. And if it wasn't, so let me ask you this: Then, do you believe that Kobe was a better talent than LeBron no. James? No, I don't think so. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not a big Kobe guy. Like I'll, well, I'll still put him third nah not even like obviously you go way back you know like oscar robinson Mag- magic johnson all that stockton but kobe kobe was a great talent but he was he was a great scorer he's a very great he was a great scorer. not that good at, i think he's one of the greatest he's shooters one of the greatest shooters of all time he was not a great facilitator yeah he was he shot the ball <laughs> i think it's a great facilitator that's that's yeah you know what i'm saying you give the ball to Kobe. <laughs> Remember that? I think it was like, what was that? That little thing. Oh, I think it was Shaq that said, just and give it to Kobe. And he's someone that couldn't redevelop his game as he got older. You know, he did to an extent, but he's he still. He had sir, he had injuries and like he didn't have, aside from when he had um, um, Artest and that crew of guys there, he didn't have good playmakers around him. He had Steve Nash, who was like about to retire. About like LeBron, really took that Cavs team that was like absolute dog crap when he by by himself himself. when he was like nineteen years old. Yeah, I completely I I agree with you. I just think it's like three different times in the NBA, and and I think Kobe's time was a lot more rougher. I think that LeBron wouldn't be playing as long as he did if he played in the era of Kobe's era. Really? No, I I disagree with that. Kobe's arrow is not more tough than it is now. Yeah, I, I, think, I think almost just now is just as physically demanding. Maybe tough as in terms of like, yeah, foul, yeah physical. physical and foul calls, but it's still just as like physically demanding with how explosive you have to be and how much you like just what you have to do to keep up with everybody now. Because you have to do, yeah, you have to keep up with everyone. But I think in the sense of being hurt and being physically playing compared to what it is now now you just need more endurance and you need strength a lot of the nba players aren't as strengthful maybe they're stronger in the sense of you know after a long, a long period of time and a lot of years have went by um athletics become a lot stronger yeah, a lot more I'm healthier saying, and all this other stuff then you would then you would have to say the same thing with jordan jordan's era was more physical than kobe's yeah i completely agree with that but it's gotten lesser over time being physical I, I, I just think that that's like what's if make, that's what's LeBron making played more unwatchable as time goes on. Yes, <laughs> and and I think if LeBron played in Kobe's or Jordan's time, 
he wouldn't be playing as long as he is. I'll, I'll agree with that. that. That's what I'm just trying to say, that I think he, he has a little bit of an advantage today playing as long as he is because of that. And that's maybe gave him the opportunity to play more and be able to score more and be more active in that sense and be able to be as good as he is. See, I'm, I'm not bad on that. Do you think Mets girls that are Mets fans or, I mean, sorry, girls who are Jets fans or, or Giants fans, which girl do you think look better? Mm, so so, so, so had, to, had to go somewhere with, <laughs> with the womanizing. I knew it would come at some point. I'm not a womanizer. <laughs> I like to have fun and I take things serious and have a no, good time. No, you Jets, know what I mean? Jets fans got the cutest girls. Yeah, good, good, good. I agree with you on that. Also, Knicks fans. If you're a girl and you're a Nets fan, don't even talk to me. I didn't even I'm know. Not, I'm gonna block I didn't even you on know Instagram. Nets fans existed because when, well, when there were the New Jersey Nets, I liked them. I liked them too. Jason Kidd. You had Kittles. You had Martin. Yo, I loved the old that Jersey was, Nets. My first ever basketball game was a Nets game. Mine was a Knicks game against the Cavs in Manhattan, Mass Square Garden, back in like 2000, not two, yeah, 2001, 2002. And is that then MSG? I, I've never been to MSG. I've seen the Knicks play twice. I used to at, work on the corner when they played the Nets, oh, but it, it's, it was a lot cheaper and stuff. It's yeah, not the same. It's not the same. And plus, you're like you're in Manhattan, yeah. like where the, where a real basketball team plays. So it's it's just like a whole. Madison Square Garden is the greatest event place. Yeah, I need to play. go. I, w- I was supposed to go to game one of the playoffs, but the whole COVID thing kind of messed that up. The fucking COVID thing. The whole you want to know about my fucking Alex Jones fucking theories. Um, how fucking real controversial and real fucking. I'm in the weeds with that one. Um, but yeah. Um, just to end everything with you guys, I really want to appreciate Connor for coming out today, and definitely should check out his wakeboarding crew. They are the best crew ever. I know Josh is there. You know, Josh is going to be actually helping me out in a couple of weeks doing the video edits for this. He's going to be doing a video for this next time we are here. Um, hopefully, I think Tammy's going to be back in town. I think she's out going on dates with a bunch of guys that I don't really like themselves or something like that. And she's going to come here and bitch and complain about everything to me. But I do love her. Shout out to Tammy. We miss you. Wish you were here on the show. Really fun to have you. I can't wait to gossip with you in about a week. Um, and... Connor, just want to give a big shout out to Sunday Wake Crew. If you want to put little inserts in and let us know how we can find you on the web. Hell yeah. So yeah, we're on Instagram. We're not on any other social media platform, but Instagram is just at Sunday Wake Crew. And uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't know about cable wakeboarding. So definitely like, you know, check it out. See if there's a, a cable park near your area. And if, especially if you're in South Florida, there's a good chance that you're, uh, you're close to one. And our home park is uh, Ski Ricks in USA. So shout out to them. And uh, definitely give it a try. It might be your new obsession like it was That's for me. in Deerfield, right? That is in Deerfield Say Beach. Say no more. So definitely, so if anyone else wants to check it out in South Florida, they can definitely go and check it out. you got the videos on your page. I'll make sure I put a link for them also on here. And I just want to give a shout out to everyone who's been following us, who's been listening this whole time. Thank you so much. I appreciate the support. You can like us on Facebook, on Instagram, um, as well as... Uh, we have a website I'm going to throw on here as well. Um, it's the Take It Personal Show. Um, if you have any questions, if you want to come jump on, please just let me know. Connor, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, I really appreciate you coming all the way to Boynton Beach to come to my house and, and, and talk the shit. I wish this got more controversial than it did. But, you know, it was good. I got to actually, you know, tell my opinion on some kind of hip-hop stuff that would always, always, always good. So with that being said, thank you again, Connor. Thank you, everyone that was listening. And before we end the show, we like to always say... Again, if you're in your car, 
no matter what you're doing, you're hanging out with your friends, we're going to play some good music to end the show with. And if you're in the back seat, you, you really like Nas, hope you don't like this track I'm going to put on. I'm just kidding. But just we'll throw on some music, something good to listen to right out too. So thank you again, everyone. Hope everyone has a great night, and, and thank you for listening. Sitting in my room, I'm naked, bumping cocaine. I can feel the thing, I guess it's just the cocaine. Notifications, infrared light in my brain. Sing So fly, just in case I go die.